Welcome to One Pierwood, the podcast which, much like its namesake, is here to fill in capably while the star player is busted for PEDs. I'm Tucker Moff, and with me as always... Hey, I'm Dave Canseco. Dave Canseco. Um, I got the double intro this week. I like that. <laughs> I want to make sure people remember your name and brand. <laughs> I, I mean, my brand is very strong, but it could always use a boost. Yes. So, uh, so listeners out there, just buying it Dave on Dave Yeah. <laughs> Davy C. Um, For all my Stan Seikos out there. This yeah. is this is a first. We're actually recording two Sundays in a row. Hey, look at us. We've done a full <laughs> week of baseball. We have. There's man. a game going on right now that the Dodgers are winning. Uh-huh. Like, much like last week. Much the, like last week. Well, although they were When losing. we finished, they were... It was t- uh, Yeah, they were down two. They were down two. Yeah. Uh, they but they wound down- up winning. Yeah. Five to two, which is great. That was uh, probably, <clears throat> I think, if you were to... Break down the year so far, the game of the year, I think. Really? Oh, yeah. On Mookie, Sunday? Mookie hitting the home run. Oh, yeah. Two strikes and then uh, I mean, coming back Muncie's Grand Slam the week before yeah, was pretty was great. Good. <laughs> that was good. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give it to – because it was against San Diego. Too. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And it's still early. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We have plenty of memories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Muncie's had plenty of time to be bad again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so last week, uh, Eric Steven, um, tweeted that the Dodgers line against left-handed pitchers was 193, 292, 376. That is terrible. And this previous week we were facing three left-handed pitchers, Mm -hmm. so it didn't look great, Mm -hmm. but we won all three of those games. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look, uh, it's... We're sitting high in the saddle this week. Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's really been kind of a roller coaster because week one they look good. Yeah, week two looks so bad. Yeah, and then week three and four was just like ah, I don't know. And then they've been on. They got that little run yeah. going for six I, games. I think it's. Uh, I think this is a different team with Will Smith. Uh, yes, I really, right because when they were down, Will was out with Will's, the con- concussion yeah. symptoms. Yeah, his brain was uh, all messed up. Yeah, and now uh, his brain is less messed up. And uh, you know, Dodgers are winning again. He is the number one offensive producer for the Dodgers at 245 weighted runs created plus. So he's just been raking. That is. <laughs> A number that uh, I, I don't know. That's he's just that's like, like Tunston R. McGee type. Uh, like, <laughs> oh Doyle. Oh, I'm Please. sorry. Remember yeah. your fake history. <laughs> my my fake tweets. Yeah. Uh, uh, either way, that's like that's like Ty Cobb against uh, against a bunch of. It's so weird because carpenters. like. He, Whenever I see someone like go on the DL, like it's not usually that they step in and they're like, yes, I continue uh-huh. to hit as uh-huh. well as before. No, usually there's like, oh, I totally forgot how to play baseball right. for about eight to ten days. <laughs> I was dizzy for three uh-huh. days and now I'm not. And let's <laughs> and, see if I can hit. And now I can't see a pitch anymore. <laughs> yeah. But he's just freaking nailing it. Uh, he had a stolen base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and Will Smith is stealing bases. I mean, he's a fast catcher, but he is a catcher. He's still a catcher, yeah. and like, try sitting in that position just for like. I think Dane Perry added up the amount of squats that Yadier Molina did in a game, and then extrapolated to his life. Uh huh. 
I forget what the number was, but it was like 500 squats in a game (laughs) because you're just getting down and up. I mean, you know, you're thrown back. Maybe you're on your knees, but you still have to rock back. You are stressing your quads all day. Like those ligaments in your knees are just stretching all day long. (laughs) Turns out man was not meant to be a catcher. No, it's uh, really the tools of ignorance is true, but. I mean, he's just so resilient. He's 28 now. Yeah. This is his last year. Again, I'm going to say, I hope the Dodgers sign him. I because he's he, a known quantity. Uh, well, again, you you get players so that they become Will Smith. Like that's, Yeah. And they, they have a catcher coming up behind Cartea. Like, Cartea might wind up being a great trade piece. Uh, I mean, and, uh, it worked. Who's the, uh, who's the young catcher? Uh, Dalton rushing is the one coming up behind and he's doing great. The so Dodgers it's like, like grow catchers on trees. It's insane. It's like, weird. Right. I, I mean, it's like they didn't for a little while. Uh-huh. Right. Cause we had, uh, um, like AJ Ellis, we had the AJ the, Ellis years, the, the best single catcher we could ever get. And yeah. then, uh, um, the, who was very, like, and then average, they traded but, for Yasmani and Yasmani uh-huh. was great. Uh-huh. And then from there, like Austin Barnes had his good years. Yeah. And then and we then had Will Smith. Will Smith, and then like Cartea's behind him. But if you trade him, you get a couple good more years out of Will Smith before he's hurt. Yeah, and then you get Dalton Rushing, who's looking great. So it's like, it's like an embarrassment it, of riches. And it might be fun at the trade deadline, even though they're handicapped by trying to get under the luxury yeah. tax. We'll see. We'll see what well, sort of movement there is, what they're willing to sell. That's uh, that's a two month from now. That's discussion. true. It's going to come sooner than you think. It's almost mid. If it is mid May, it's almost I the know. end of May. I know it's Pink Bat Day. It's Pink Bat Day. We all love it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's one out in the bottom of the eighth. Dodgers up four zero. Hey, their pink bats are better than the Padres pink bats. Clearly. Speaking of, uh-huh. uh huh. We're just finishing up a homestand with the Padres. Yes, we are. Um, and we'll recap that in a second. But more importantly. We need to talk about. Um, I'm sure this is actually at the stadium. I haven't checked. Oh, okay. But um, I'm sure there's a San Diego hot dog at oh, the stadium. Yes, yes. For, yeah, clearly they've but come if to not, town. If they some, need a a local cuisine, everyone in San Diego loves this. Uh huh. Um, and here's what it is. I believe. I mean, okay. this is what I would. No, no, no. Have. This is we're pitching this to the Dodgers yes. in case they they hit some sort of like writer's block yeah. in the kitchen. Right. Um, uh, but again, I'm so confident in this. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. It, I mean, you nailed the Philly. We one. should text. <laughs> let's text Irv after this. Irv's uh-huh. at the game. Uh-huh. And we'll text him and see if this was here. I'm sure he'll say yes. Uh, it's a 32 ounce uh, craft brew. Like, uh-huh. um, Oh, like a ballast point, like a ballast yeah. point. San Diego brew. Uh-huh. I think it's a Sculpin. It's a yeah. 32 ounce Sculpin, huge beer, huge, but like a hoppy, wh- hoppy beer. <laughs> But in like a very wide like margarita cup, uh huh. Like remember, remember that one cup I had that was a cactus. Oh yes, <laughs> like a very large, a very ceramic. comically large <laughs> yeah. cup. It won't be ceramic; it'll be plastic. But <laughs> you're saying that the Dodger fans can't be trusted with ceramic uh, glasses. I mean, the Dodger fans could maybe. I I I, I don't. I trust wouldn't. Them. I I don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust myself with the ceramic. It's cup. true. I, it would just be shards everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, so that's like just a ton of Sculpin. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing's going to cost $48 okay. because it's a collectible. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred gallons, 32 ounces of this Sculpin. And then the hot dog, uh, is a garnish. Uh huh. And it's a hot dog stuffed with French fries, like a California burrito. Ooh. I with, love a, I love a good California burrito. Topped with carne asada oh. and cheese whiz. <laughs> 
And then it's it set great. as a garnish in the cup. Oh, so like a Bloody Mary. Like a Bloody Mary <laughs> like, with like, a hot dog. Like those extreme Bloody Marys. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll get it at the place you get the extreme Dodger dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which or, I don't think there are anymore. There's a couple places that have the special, like, bacon wrap dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... But, but this will be, you know, just at your concessions. Yep. Maybe at the at the Dodgers Cantina. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a two-hander. Uh-huh. This is going to be hard to get back to your this seat. Is, this is just a mistake for everybody, but it's clearly what's on sale at the Look, stadium it's right what now. San Diego's That's, into. That, that is all San Diego eats. <laughs> Giant beers with hot dog with garnishes. With hot dog garnishes. <laughs> um, and then uh, they... Finish the homestand against the Twins. Yes, yeah, so we have Minnesota coming. Starting in. tomorrow. Uh, I am actually going to the the Tuesday game, Ooh. the Kershaw start. Is it a giveaway? Uh, I don't know. Tuesdays usually are, right? Probably. But a lot of the giveaways now aren't like the free bank-sponsored ones anymore. It's yeah. like you have to pay $10 more yeah, to, to get, get the get like a Hello Kitty ear or something. <laughs> One ear. <laughs> One ear. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a hostage video of yeah. Hello Kitty saying, buy the ear, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so you're going Tuesday. I'm going Tuesday. So Kershaw we're getting, start. The Kershaw start. And uh, we're getting some Minnesota delicacies. Ooh. So. So um, I'm guessing that's going to be lutefisk, the Scandinavian uh, fish cooked in lye. Perfect. Pickled and, fish. Uh-huh, what mm-hmm. everybody loves. Yes. And, um, you know, their famous hamburgers, the Juicy Lucy. I do is, not know that. Oh, okay. So Juicy Lucy is a cheeseburger. Okay. But they cook the cheese inside of the burger on the griddle. Very Midwest. Love it. It's extremely Minnesota. Yeah. So why not stuff the lutefisk with cheese? Served on a bun. So there's no beef. It's just no. lutefisk stuffed with cheese? Yes. <laughs> is it hot or just... I think it's lukewarm. It's just <laughs> room temperature. The cheese isn't melted in this, <laughs> on this. Chunks of cheese. Uh-huh. Inside of a pickled fish. Great. Um, I mean, it's it, it seems interesting. I think Mary Tyler Moore would eat it. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's that's that'll be fun to go to a game on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the, uh, we'll skip ahead a little bit. But um, yeah, that's um, Kershaw's last start before. I guess he's going on bereavement. His mother died on Saturday. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's a little selfish for him. <laughs> I mean, just in midseason to to leave the team like that. Dave's Dodger talk takes. Uh, no, very much so. He's doing one what? more start. <laughs> And it's not, we don't know how long he's going to be gone. Maybe it'll be a week. Maybe we don't be- know how long he's going to be gone. And the team needs him on the bench to clap and maybe like, uh, you clapping? know. You're yeah. really into Kershaw clapping? I, I think it's important. I, I think J.D. Martinez is going to step up to the plate, look over the dugout, not see Kershaw clapping, and then strike out. Single tear? Uh-huh. He's like, where's my Clayton? Where's my friend? His mom isn't going to be not dead. Dave always wants um, the bench players on the Dodgers to do chants like uh, Bobby Sox softball girls. I believe we we discussed what I like uh, last week, which is just synchronized cheering like Japanese fans. Oh, right. That's what I want. But you want it for the players. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that is – you should watch more Bobby Sox softball. Oh, I've been to Bobby Sox, and Bobby Sox terrify me. (laughs) They are intense. There's a a softball culture that I uh, genuinely am afraid of. I think you should be because I think it's everyone is angry that they were playing Little League and then Uh forced into softball, Uh and they're like, this patriarchy is garbage. Uh Why can't I keep playing Little League? 
why can't I throw overhand? Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm in so- uh, uh-huh. softball and I'm mad about so it. So now we're going to do a chant with no joy. <laughs> I hate this, but I do it. Yeah, it's weird. And we're going to play in shorts for some reason. Yeah. They're, everything about softball is just broken. Just I mean, let it, them play baseball. It, Who follow, cares? it follows the line of many women's sport, which is like, uh, we aren't showing respect, so we're way tougher than uh-huh. the guy, like women's soccer. Uh-huh. It's just we're, like yeah. so much tougher uh-huh. than the men. Just like bloody noses, but not flopping. Yeah, we're, we get less in facilities yeah. and time and everything's worse for us. We're also better so, players. So we're going to be so much better than you. I would love to see like, MLS versus the women's national team. Oh, the women's national team will <laughs> destroy them. Uh, we haven't mentioned it, but we are big LAFC supporters yes. here on this podcast. Yes. Very fun. If you haven't been to an uh-huh. LAFC oh, game. Oh, God. Go to the North End for at least once in your life. We went during COVID, and yeah. I was sure <laughs> that, we were both going to get that, infected. That was legitimately harrowing. I had a mask, but like when they score goals, they throw beer on yes. you. So I was covered in someone, else's, someone else's beer. Spit beer. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. I did not get COVID then. No. Dave still has COVID. I still have it. I, I cannot get COVID. He's a better human. I'm built different. <laughs> he is built different. It's me and uh, what's Cole Beasley from the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. Uh, who did get COVID. Yes. But I can't. Yeah, well, Again, you're better than Beasley, and I've I, said it. I mean, my body is just better than his. Yeah, you keep it in better shape. I, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, let's look at that week in review, because uh, it looked kind of doom was, and gloomy uh, with three lefties coming it, it in. It was looking bad, and then... Uh, yeah, because, um, you know, uh, we won the game Sunday after we recorded. Yes. Uh, it wasn't a great Julio start, but he only gave up he two. He only gave up the two. The, the funny but it was thing two home Julio, runs, which was the... Yeah. Like, his fastball was badly placed all night, mm-hmm. and he worked through it. Um, the funny thing with Julio now is, like, turn on the game in the third inning, and you're like, this is the greatest pitcher I've ever seen. He really, like... I mean, it's cliche, but, like, he really does flash Fernando. Like, yeah. At, like, we're... At, at, like he needs I think to settle I wasn't, in, yeah. But once he gets settled in, it's unbelievable. So every Dodger game that he starts, yes, they're going to be down two zero. Yeah, but he won't. He it's not but gotten that's above it. that. That's yeah. it. Like his ERA is above three just because he doesn't pitch complete games. But right. he only gives up like two. Yeah, it's always two. <laughs> it's always two in the first uh, like first four outs. Yeah, two runs, and then uh, and then he's and then he just mows you down. Yeah, it, and so I. Julio's another um, free agent, so we'll see if we'll sign that him. One's good. Uh, that one I really hope. They I sign. would like to keep him just um, because he's like, you know, Logan White picked him out at 16 and uh-huh. like he's been with the team for so long and I didn't think he was going to come back from the shoulder no, surgery. Uh, there was a time where I thought his career was over. Yeah, I mean, and that just, that bursa, uh, was it a bursa sack in his yes, shoulder that he was repairing? Yes. And it's, uh, not something you come back from most no, of the time. Like uh, Oral, who had shoulder surgery, mm-hmm. was like, you know, he wouldn't say it was bad, but he's just like, that is very tough. No, if a pitcher <laughs> breaks an elbow, that's bad. Yeah. And it's usually like a year. If you start getting shoulder problems, mm-hmm. that's a career. Yeah. And, it's, there's too many moving parts. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's come back through that. He's and come he's back great. And he's a 
perennial. He doesn't throw ninety six, ninety seven, no. but he's really just he works through whatever he's going through. Also, just, I mean, he's a Mexican pitcher, and mm-hmm. for the Dodgers is a big great. deal. Um, uh, speaking of Victor Gonzalez, had a great week. Yeah, again, Victor slim down Victor Gonzalez. He looks like uh, he looks like half of him. He's thrown ninety seven. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> so usually, like the the big pitchers use that weight in their pitch, but yeah. uh, turns out he didn't need it. No, he's doing great, um, and I love that because it's uh, we've been complaining about the bullpen, but they've actually they, I think they're third best in the NL, so they're insane. doing really good. They righted the ship, yeah, uh, all on the back of Evan Phillips. Yes. I would say just being a Evan steady, Phillips is I I mean for a guy that the Rays who the Rays all they do is turn out pitchers they let him go for they nothing cast him away and then he's just been really he's good like dominant his slider's crazy like. I was watching him two nights ago and it was just, you could, you could call what he was going to pitch. Cause it's just slider looks just like the yeah. fast fastball and then breaks away from a right-hander. <laughs> yeah. And then he throws his two seam in on a right-hander uh-huh. and it's the same pitch and, going two different directions. Uh, yeah. It's the same speed. So <laughs> yes. you really don't know what to do. Yeah. So it's like, he's just tying people up. He, he struck out three on like nine pitches the other night. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, he is mowing down the Padres lineup, yeah. which is insane. Juan I mean, Soto came alive, by the way. Yeah, Juan Soto is hitting again. <laughs> yeah, you know, which is only going to upset my dad because for <laughs> whatever reason, my dad does not want him to get paid. Oh, you just need to convince him he's from Cuba. I th- send him I like fake websites uh-huh. that look like ESPN, <laughs> like, like of a baby Juan Soto with Fidel. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would your dad like him with Fidel? Uh, I think he would understand. Okay. Yeah. He had no choice. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, we won the Sunday game. Then we lost to the righty, Freddie Peralta, who's right. a good pitcher. Good pitcher. Like after a, a big taxing, um, away series, you know, but going... what's, what's a bummer is Gonsolin had a great game. Gonsolin. He pitched six innings. Mm-hmm. He gave up three runs. So it was three, three. Yeah. And then Bickford came in, gave up four. Yeah. And then Suero came on and gave up two. So they wound up losing nine to three on the bullpen. Right. On, right. on Monday, which I, it feels like that was like a last draw. I remember I, I think that... Bickford had his head in his hands yeah. on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, also, they played Sunday night baseball the week before, right? Uh, uh, the dead night before, the night and then before. you fly into Minneapolis, uh, Milwaukee mm-hmm. uh, the next day and play. There's always a hangover game yeah, on those travel it's days. It's just one of those. It's just one of those. It's a schedule thing. Yeah, I think more than anything. Yeah, and then um, the next day on Tuesday was against Eric Lauer, a lefty that we've had trouble uh-huh. with before, uh-huh. and they won six two. Yeah, uh, it was a cinder guard start. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he did start. Yes, he technically <laughs> did start. He was the first person to pitch in that game. And we can't, Frankenstein, stay out of here. We <laughs> can't tell if he was good or bad because he his he had a blister so bad that literally I saw a picture on uh, Chad Moriyama zoomed in on it uh-huh. on the broadcast and the pad of his finger to his first knuckle looked to be gone. Oh, oh, it looked oh. horrible. <laughs> Um, so, um, like, it's always fun to like, Oh, I have a blister. I can't pitch. Then you see these blisters and it's like, dear God, how do you people live? He got a blister to the bone. (laughs) (laughs) It was a skeleton. I don't know how rich, rich Hill still has fingers. Oh (laughs) man. He had so many. So he was out after one. It was a uh bullpen game after that. Which was mostly solid. Uh, Shelby Miller, who's been great, gave up two. Yeah. Um, but Um, everybody else chipped in really well. And just Lauer, who's a pitcher that 
always gives the Dodgers problems. Mm. The Dodgers hit him. Yeah, they hit him hard. hard. They they scored six runs. Um, was that all off of him? I don't believe so, but um, I, I would say at least four were. Yeah, I think it was four runs, four end runs for Lauer, and uh, yeah, they they pulled it out against the lefty, and then they went up the next day on Wednesday against Wade Miley, who's also uh-huh. a lefty now. Miley is over the hill. Wade Miley is also one of those pitchers that like every third year has a, has a year that you're like, my God, where did he find He's like a supernova. Yeah. It's always with a different organization and, um, just whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like he's like the summer Olympics. (laughs) He's got it in him to pitch well, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, but it's just very inconsistent Uh year to year game to game game to game. You just don't know. But so, uh, that was also a Kershaw start. Yes. Which was just a masterclass of just seven innings pitched one run, eight strikeouts. Kershaw this year has been incredible. He found a new gear, which it's like, I feel like I did say this last year too. And then around the all-star break, he, his back started yeah, bothering him. And, yeah. and then I you, mean, look, you get a month break from him I'm, on the IL. I'm counting. I'm counting on that yeah. coming. Yeah. But, um, but it better not be because somebody in his family died. Um, <laughs> that's important to remember. Dave, uh, I think he's going to take a few days off. Speaking fine. of days off, um, you know, the horny Dodger all-stars. Yes. There was one more who was late to the party. Caleb Ferguson went on the paternity list last week and he didn't miss any time really. Uh-huh. Cause he, he went off, the uh, the day after he pitched, he he took his first day. Then they had an off day, and then I think he was back the next day. See, that's professional. <laughs> but do you think that the other horny Dodgers were were making fun of him for being slow? <laughs> <laughs> I think they all got back from the All Star break, and they're like, "Yeah, we had sex." And Caleb, <laughs> they Caleb, all shaking hands, uh-huh, congrats on the uh-huh, sex, bro. And then Caleb was like, "That's a really good idea." <laughs> I never thought of sex. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then he went home to his wife and said, you know what? I would like to sex you. And she said, yes, I enjoy a sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> I too enjoy a sex. <laughs> and then they made life. They made a baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> so I think that's probably the end of the horny Dodgers. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're always horny, but the all-star yeah. specific no, no. horny. <laughs> I think there's just going to be babies trickling in. <laughs> Uh, at least we got the bulk of it over with. So yeah. that when we lost the whole team for one week, uh-huh. it was like, okay, yeah, we have a whole different squad. Now, uh-huh. um, uh, now we can just have our, our regular uh, lovable weirdos back um, yeah. who all have sex at the same time. <laughs> they probably it, call each other. Do you think it's like uh, when women sync up? <laughs> I think it's like the Bud Light commercial. <laughs> <laughs> they just call each other up. And yeah. they say they're about to have sex uh-huh. and they get on a conference line. Uh-huh. Everybody, we're all good? Yeah. All right, let's all right. go. <laughs> and then they all start taking their clothes off. <laughs> the wives don't like it. No. But they love it. <laughs> Unconfirmed. Yeah. This is all hearsay. Please do not sue me, uh, Mrs. Mookie Betts. <laughs> we... <laughs> We uh, haven't mentioned it yet, but Dave is a very bad swinger. Oh, yeah. He's not, he's never no. swung. No. But no. it's not for lack of trying. But I live the lifestyle. Yeah. And, uh, upside you know. down pineapples uh-huh. on cruise ships. Uh-huh. I'm just doing it all. I, uh... He's always asking me over for a key party, but uh-huh. it's just me and him. <laughs> and nobody's picking up my keys no. anyway. <laughs> it's really But weird. I still, I, you know what? A lot of, uh, a lot of swinging is hope. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? That's really that's a really nice message, right? So uh, take that as a lesson, uh, everybody. From out there. Dave's Dave Canseco, uh-huh. poor swinger. 
<laughs> you can't start swinging without yeah, hoping man, to you're swing. You're shooting your swinging shot. Uh-huh. And I I respect it. Well, Thank I don't you. respect it. I can't go that far. No. But you know what? I don't I understand it. it. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Kershaw, great start. And then really Suero was the only one to pitch after that. Mm-hmm. He did two innings, which after looking shaky, he got three strikeouts across two innings and then back to the minors for some polish. Yeah. So, um, he's been optioned, uh, which I, honestly, I, Suero seems like a guy that's exciting. Seems in the like future. a guy that just needs, uh, he needs some polishing. That's yeah. really it. I mean, that's, I'm glad to see that before he got sent down, he had a good couple mm-hmm. inning outing like fireman style just yeah. to cover, uh, you know, a great game. Yeah, well, and get the, get the, get the win for Kirsch and, and yeah. uh, face a real major league lineup. Yep. Yep. You know, all that was good. And the brewers aren't really slouchy. So no, not Brewer, terrible. I, anytime you face Christian Yelich, there's a, uh, I always forget about him. Because he's lost kind of in Milwaukee. Well, it's just the Milwaukee of it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate. Which is weird because it's not like I'm tuned into Miami, but when it was him and Stanton. Well, I mean, that's because that Miami development team was incredible. Mm-hmm. And Ozuna, who uh, is a walking crime scene. Yes. Um, but he, he did play baseball. <laughs> he did. When he's not, when he's not criming around, uh, he, <laughs> he can. He signed with the cards after that, right? And was bad. He was, uh, he was with Atlanta for a bit. Oh yeah. And. I think he's with the Cardinals now mm-hmm. and just got another DUI, I want to say, or hit a wife. Professional hit his, baseball player. Hit his wife while getting a DUI. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. Get therapy, please. Yeah, please. Everyone. Uh-huh. But especially yeah. Major League Baseball yeah. players that I would like to speak positively of. <laughs> I don't like it when there's violent crimes. Uh, yeah, please stop. Please stop criming. Yeah. Is, is, uh, that's the is message. Is that our is That's that the message. podcast shirt? <laughs> criming, stop criming. Uh, or it's criming with a circle and a line through it. Juan Pierre would. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most confusing shirt. Because Juan Pierre has not committed any crimes to my knowledge. No, no, not at all. <laughs> We're just going to get a lot of blank stares. Which, uh, you know what? We get when we tell people about this podcast. It's true. It, it's so. a lot of blank stares. Although. Oh, speaking of which, we need to go over our numbers. Well, look, I don't. I'm going to pull it up here for. Uh, specifics but um, um i think we're like we're way ahead uh, it's it's starting to look like uh the tampa bay rays against the al east <laughs> so slow. Mm-hmm. 45 downloads oh 45 downloads and the dodgers are currently at uh 26 and 15 so so they 19 got some, we're 19 up we're 19 up we're we're to the point now we got we got i think 16 downloads last week oh uh, it's almost like we, we're going to get to where we might have to just... We might have to go the week. The week the week totals, yeah. Okay. Well, but, well, the, but I don't here's even... Here's the thing. I can see us blowing this. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be real great when, uh-huh. we, when we end the podcast you know, week seven because no one downloaded it and the Dodgers win. <laughs> you know, it's that week we decided to go full racial slurs. Yes. So we'll see how quick we get to 162, I guess. Uh-huh. I guess that's it. And then, and then we'll we'll reassess. Uh-huh. Um, currently, that would probably be about uh, eight weeks away. Okay. At our current progress. So that's, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Again, I fully believe in our ability to completely tank this. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's very possible. Uh, so yeah, so uh, we're beating the Dodgers. That's great. Um, we're beating. The we Padres. beat Wade Miley. Uh, the Dodgers beat Wade Marley. Marley. 
Wade Miley, not you Wade, and I. Wade Marley? Wade Marley, his brother. He's the long-lost Bob Marley uh, son. Wade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's, Ziggy and Wade. He's the uh, he's a youth minister uh-huh. at a mega church. Oh, absolutely. Um, he, he's strong and, Kelvin Gemstone vibes. Yes, yeah, uh, Kelvin Gemstone, white white man who, but he does sing Buffalo Soldier. <laughs> yes. But oh, like, absolutely. But like a, but, a, but, a and, acoustic version. And he's changed the lyrics to be about Christ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so then uh, after Wade Miley, we went up against another tough lefty, a very tough lefty, Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, he's also hit and miss. Yeah. Um, Blake Snell, very confusing pitcher. Uh, when he's on, unhittable. Yeah, yeah, like he's got a Cy Young. You mm-hmm. can't say that about Wade Miley. Yeah. Um, Blake Snell is he's got a nice pedigree. Um, you know, famously was destroying us in the World Series and then got pulled in the sixth inning. And, right. And which honestly, like. Which thank you. It might have been the right thing. Well, I mean that's because like he can go six innings and then the seventh is terrible. Well, that's yeah, yeah. He's always been a third third time through the order guy. Yeah, you shouldn't do it. And then the analysts are always like, "Don't only two times through the order, only two times through the order." And then you know, baseball guys are like, "He's cruising. You gotta gotta let him go." And then yeah, and then it's one of those intangibles where it's like maybe he's putting a lot of pressure on him, like Mm -hmm. I'm sure Kershaw did when he had. Mm -hmm beat the Cardinals in the, oh, in the playoffs, you know? Oh, um, and it's just, it's, I still have nightmares of that 2014. Oh, it's so 2014 bad. 2014 DS. It was rough. And I was in San Francisco for that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, that's right. And that was a miserable time to be alive. Yeah. And, uh, I'm so glad that he did get a world series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, and just, because I mean, maybe this isn't the, the, the week to do it, but like Kershaw legit has been dominant at six, except for like three starts in the playoffs. Uh, it's more than that, but he's his playoff struggles are overstated because the team never hit. Yeah. Like he'd give up two runs in the playoffs, yeah. which isn't bad. Yeah. And the team is like, well, we're just striking out the whole time. How about that? And then, <laughs> I mean, if you bring up that Astro series, uh, they cheated. Yeah. So, I mean, I, there's a timeline where you Darvish is still a Dodger and I would yeah. love it. Yes, I agree. He I just agree picked up totally. a second slider, by the way. Yeah. He's got his classic slider uh, that has the downward moment. And then he just learned the sweeper. It's just what you He's Darvish, got 19 pitches now. I was going to say, <laughs> I can't imagine what his signs look like. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The, they have five pitch comms. <laughs> they, they just, the catcher grew an extra hand for uh, more yeah. fingers. <laughs> Um, but we did beat Blake Snell four to we two. Did. Uh, Dustin May was on fire. He was. He uh, he ran out of gas towards the end. He but... just he only got three strikeouts, and um, uh, Kershaw was on in like the third inning and maybe the fourth inning or second mm-hmm. and third with Joe Davis and Oro Hershiser. And it was great. He was breaking down Snell, and he was just speaking volumes about Dustin May. And Joe asked him like, "What about?" the lack of swing and miss and Kershaw's like, look, man, like he's getting real weak contact. Yeah. And I think if he can do that, that's great. Also for a pitcher like Dustin may, it's good for him to develop, uh, de- uh, getting weak contact. Yeah. Because that turns into shorter innings, which turns into longer, which outings. has been a problem for him. Yeah. When he goes for strikeouts. It's like, he's at a hundred pitches in the fourth. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? and, and now he's getting in the seventh inning a lot. Yeah. And, 
Look, and also, he's not going to throw 100 his whole life. No. So no. learning to pitch is going to help him in the long run. He'll always be goofy looking. Though. Yes, he'll always be Waluigi. <laughs> yes. And uh, he had a great six and two-thirds innings. Mm-hmm. And then the lack of swing and miss got to him. There's a couple hits. He scored two runs. Uh, yeah. He was out. They brought in um, Caleb Ferguson. Mm. Uh, yeah, so he went six and two-thirds. Uh, started getting hit, gave up two runs. Caleb Ferguson comes in, gets the last out. And then El- Evan Phillips uh, did um, – oh, Caleb Ferguson got one more out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then Phillips, Phillips finished up. it up with 1.1 innings. And, uh, innings. Uh, I mean, on the hitting side, uh, we got uh, – Yeah, immediately after he tied, the, he gave up yeah. the tying runs, We it, it turns out – it's a good thing to have superstars on your team. Yeah, it's great. Because Mookie and Freddie hit back-to-back home runs. This was just a really phenomenal Mookie week. He, oh, he's just... He's lights out. Yeah, he's... And today he hit another home yeah. run. Yeah. Another two-run shot. He's just, like, when Mookie is on, yeah. like, the whole team is electric. He did have a terrible throw to first yesterday. From, he was playing short. Yeah. Which is yeah. a weird Mookieism. It, it is. It's, again, it's just He like, played it... He fielded it great, uh-huh. and, like, it was weird to see him throw it 15 feet up the first baseline i i think he's just uh he's still got that right fielder's arm yeah i I think yeah it's and it's a it's like for people who haven't played like a position special like a specialized position you don't realize that changing the angle of the throw it does mess with your brain yeah like it's shorter throws than right field but it's different throws it's a different motion too like Mm -hmm. uh like you really wind up and let it go yeah. from right field. Right. You're playing short. You do that. You're throwing gonna, off your heels or whatever. Yeah. And you still got to be accurate. Yeah. Like, he's got the arm to do it. It's just not the reps. Yeah. It's, it's the muscle memory. Yeah. And like, when you have to think about a throw, it's going to be worse. Yeah. And that's really just, uh, but, uh, yeah, he's been doing great. And I think, cause when they went to Milwaukee, they stay at a place called the Fister hotel. P F I S T E R. Like Chris Nolan's DP. Got it. Wally Fister. Wally Fister. <laughs> Yes. Um, 1893, it was built. Uh-huh. It's rumored to be haunted Ooh. by Bryce uh, Harper. Uh, by Wally Fister? No. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's his hotel. He might haunt it. Uh, but Bryce Harper stayed there, and he uh-huh. swears he went to bed and then woke up, and clothes were all over the floor, and a table had moved from one side of the room to the other. You sure he doesn't just rage out in his sleep? He could have night terrors. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Um, and then Pablo Sandoval uh-huh. said that he went to take a shower and set his iPad near a speaker, came out, and it was playing. Also explainable, like he could have hit a thing. Yeah. But, but nonetheless, Mookie said he stayed there one time and he was waking up all night because every sound, <laughs> he would wake up and go, oh. <laughs> like, he's clearly afraid of haunted houses. He's, it, Mookie, look, I, I hate putting this oppo out there for yep. other teams, but Mookie is afraid of ghosts. Yeah, if you can get ghosts working. <laughs> if you can harness the power of, <laughs> of the specular world. Look, if the Yankees pull out that stuff they do against the, they used to do before 2004 with the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. With the ghost in the, the outfield. Uh-huh. I think that works against I, I, Mookie. I mean. If you put look, a ghost in the concourse. I, I think uh, Angels in the outfield is a, is a legitimate. <laughs> yes. uh a scouting report yeah. for, for what you need against Mookie Betts. But he combated it by getting Airbnb instead of the hotel. Oh, he, he found a And that around. was at the beginning of the week, and he's and had a great week. He's been great. He so should Airbnb everywhere, He I think. just needs to be away from... Uh, he just Any needs, spirits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should carry Sage with him. Which, by the way, I think we have to stay at the Fister Hotel and confirm this ourselves. Yeah, we'll get our friend Crystal. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Because we were talking. We about... have a ghost hunting squad. Uh-huh. Unofficially, uh-huh. we, we have no equipment. We've never done it. We well, don't know what to Crystal do. Crystal might have equipment. Uh, actually, this is all very true. Crystal, she's the knowledgeable one. Yeah, she, She'll be our leader. Uh-huh. She'll be the mo of this group. <laughs> and we're definitely the Larry and Curly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we should go to the Fister and do some uh-huh. ghost hunting. With uh-huh. That would be really fun. I, I think it'll it, probably cost way too much because it has to be a very expensive hotel. And uh, it, we're also paying for a trip to Milwaukee. Yeah. Maybe in the winter when it's horrible. Oh, let's do that. There's no time, no better time to go to Wisconsin than, than when in the dead of winter. Uh-huh, than when it's negative fifteen. <laughs> uh, so look out for that. We'll uh-huh. do a live remote ghost hunting <laughs> at the be Fister our Hotel. Last episode, <laughs> never heard from again. Um. So yeah, that uh, maybe that has something to do with why Mookie's had such a good week. He's just been well rested and not haunted. He's been. He's uh. The, the, I'm trying to think of a Ghostbusters joke and completely flailing. Forget about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Consider it forgotten. Good. Um, old friend, Kenley Jansen. Oh, yeah. He's thrown faster than he's ever thrown before. It's... He hit 400 saves last week yes, with the did. Red Sox. Yeah, which which uh, is a bummer. Yeah. yeah. But I'm really happy for Kenley. I'm glad that he's there with a bunch of old friends. Yeah, he, he got it. He's he with got, Turner and, and Enrique yeah. and Alex Verdugo. I don't know how close friends they were. I I think he knew his name though. Yeah, he probably knew him. Yeah, yeah. he probably, he, was, he probably said Alan, and then he's like Alex. He's like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so apparently. His therapist is responsible for getting him back on track. Oh, again, which is very I, like we said. Yeah, thank baseball you, players get uh, get therapy. And uh, you know what? He's a loving husband. He loves his family. Mm-hmm. He like doesn't party. He just hangs out with his family all the time, which is great. His family lives here in L.A. while he's in in Boston, Boston which is the wise thing to do. Yeah, well, because they started here for so many years, and and also it's Boston. Yeah, right. Like I was just watching the the. Sixers versus the Celtics and uh, Dave Portnoy was courtside. Oh, yeah! Wonderful, wonderful racist uh, idiot of Barstool Sports. Also a rapist. Good. Yeah. That's you know you love. allegedly uh, allegedly. I mean, uh, in case one of our fifteen listeners happens, is Dave Portnoy. Uh, you know, scouting talent. Cut to two weeks from now, we've sold out to Barstool uh, yeah, Sports. I'm Barstool Dave on a <laughs> Barstool Dave, just completely uninventive. I'm Barstool Dave. Uh-huh. But not that Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Barstool Tucker. I don't have a bit. No, uh, there is. All you need to do is go like, hey, look at that hot chick. Uh. It's funny because they have the PFT commenter uh-huh. on there, but like their whole bit is unironically being PFT commenter, uh-huh. which then just turns into Gross. red meat. Yeah. It's also <laughs> just red meat for Barstool fans. Yeah. Uh, I don't miss Twitter, uh, really, because every once in a while, Barstool people would find yeah. me, and no thank you. Y- yeah, I basically only see writer Strike stuff and baseball stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't seek anything else out. Yeah, that's because you're a better <laughs> and more healthy person than I am. It's the only way to use Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Kenley went to his therapist, uh-huh. and his par- therapist, speaking of toxic masculinity, is a lady. Oh, okay. His therapist told him uh, because his, he, he had been 
seeing Instagram comments that were negative and his wife was trying to delete them before he saw them. And then there were too many. That's, you know what? That's just a loving relationship. It really is. She was (laughs) trying so hard. And then the therapist said, you are acting like a bitch, (laughs) which I've never seen as advised in the DSM manual. I I don't know. (laughs) I have a lot of therapists in my family. Yes. Um, Would Jorge say, don't act like a bitch? No, he wouldn't. He was a hostage negotiator. Do you (laughs) think he used that? I think he did. And I think that's why he's no longer a hostage negotiator. <laughs> you are a bitch. Which, by the way, true story. My dad used to, yeah. uh, used to be a hostage negotiator. Dave just found out a couple I, weeks ago. Yeah, he just... My dad is the, the beautiful man of understatement. And every once in a while, I'll just be like, yeah, you know, my phone was tapped by the FBI. And he's just like, what? <laughs> by the way, that also happened. That's great. Uh, monkeys don't like him. Birds attack yeah. him. It's uh-huh. great. Uh-huh. Jorge's the best. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I would react well to my therapist calling me a bitch. <laughs> but Kenley did. Yeah. He said, you know what? I am acting like a I, bitch. You know what? I'm glad he took it to heart. <laughs> and he just uh, changed his outlook uh, to be more, again, the key to baseball is the more you can just stick to the process. Do you think his therapist put it on a note, uh, like on a post-it note? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh or mailed him a christmas card <laughs> either way it's just something that he just sees every day like oh, you're yeah. being a bitch and then he's like i will not be a bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like an anti-mantra uh-huh exactly yeah. <laughs> um and so through that he just kind of like he's changed his training regimen he's working out with a wnba trainer and That's... uh who knows people who are as big as he is he's Six. Yeah, he's, Kenley is a giant. He's two hundred and seventy-five uh, pounds. Yes, yes he's and like a six large foot man. six. Yes, he's huge. Yes, which is funny that he was ever a catcher. I know. <laughs> Speaking hey, of bad wait, knees, go back three WBCs ago. It's really crazy to see him play for Curacao. Yeah, yeah, it is uh, nuts. It's see, insane. It, he's, he's huge. He's up to like the batter's shoulder <laughs> in a crowd. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so good for Kenley. Mm-hmm. I hope we don't have to face him in the playoffs because um, he's good again. No, I know. I don't. He's throwing 79% cutters. He's stopped oh, using yeah. his slider. He's back to the Mariano Rivera. Yeah. Like, uh, he's just confident in his pitch and he's yeah. throwing a conviction. So good for him. Um, and, uh, but someone who does feel good to have feeling themselves again is Vargas oh. who says his hand finally feels normal. Oh, that's good because I mean, there was a time during spring training where he wasn't allowed to swing and he, apparently really learned to watch pitches. So yeah. he's, he had kind of a, it's an up and down week, but it's ending on a real big, he had a, he had a big double today, uh, big double scored two. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really looks like he's seeing the ball locked it looks in. Like, and when he's getting hits, he's getting extra base hits. Really? Is, yeah. That power is showing up. He's had mm-hmm. a home run. He's had a couple doubles. Like the slugging is there, which is, just everything is what you want from, now, from Miguel. Now, and this is a rookie thing. You mm-hmm. want a little more, uh, a, a little more consistency, right? But that's it, look. what's interesting, though, is uh, and I haven't looked into this, so maybe it's not true. But I haven't noticed that he's like like Outman's had a problem with the breaking ball. Yeah. Although Outman is still hitting Outman well. Is, yeah. So is still the he had like one. a bad week of breaking uh-huh. ball. So it feels like he actually put in the work and figured out what was going on. Because uh, he still got a WRC plus of 145 this uh, week. He's so. the highest rated offensive rookie in baseball right now. Yeah, he's doing great. It's insane because he didn't profile that way. No, he was yeah. just, I thought he was journeyman guy. Yeah. And again, this is another intangible where like a guy 
some people's mindsets can you just give them the chance and suddenly they unlock a new level. Yeah, and they're just like, it's oh, like, oh, I can do like this. It's like the reason LeBron is so good because yeah. if you give him the ball, he knows what to do with well, it. Well, yeah, LeBron is a weird freak computer person. But there um, are people who you give the ball and they, you know, they're yeah. Sasha Vujicic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? It's the like, other kind of machine. Yeah, some people thrive in that moment. Uh-huh. And, like, you'll, you'll never have a clutch proof like a proof of clutch right 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 but there are people who like well i look if i want a guy in there it's gonna be this guy because he doesn't flinch he's, uh-huh. he's cold-blooded he's ice in his veins all that and it seems like vargas and outman especially outman, are like that yeah outman did, like just got to the show and said i belong here you're, yeah uh, you're taking this job and away what you from think me. i am i'm gonna go yeah. one step above yeah. and maybe it's who knows? Who knows? It's still like, his first look, rookie there, year. There's still a lot of baseball yeah. left. Uh, but I'm delightfully surprised at how well he's playing. He could not ask for a better first two months no. of, a, of a career. And really. he's a center fielder and giving yeah. you offense. It's amazing. Yeah. And he's dreamy. And he is dreamy. <laughs> I think I just, there. I didn't put it in our notes, but there is a story about how dreamy he is. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, I mean, I hear the story in my heart yeah. every day. Yeah, you just have to look at him. Uh-huh. You know those words. Uh-huh. Ooh. A beautiful face. That's worth a thousand words. That's what I always say. Thank you, James Outman. That's our other shirt. A Thank you, James Outman. Or no, just a beautiful face is worth a thousand words. Juan Pierre would. Uh-huh. Juan Pierre's face is beautiful? No. Kind of. I mean, yes, but that's not who we're talking about yeah. on the show. Yeah. No. And we never like, explain to people what the shirt the, is. The, we just tell them they're wrong. The important thing about Juan Pierre was the state of mind. And you just kind of get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, he Vargas is doing great. Um, we talked about Kershaw commenting on Blake Snell. It's really fun to see him in, in the dugout. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I doubt he wants to go into broadcasting. I don't think he'd be good for it. Uh, I think he'd be... I think he'd be a good color guy, but he, I don't well, think... Well, seeing him in the dugout, he doesn't... I don't think he would enjoy the professional approach to it. Right. I think it's fun to watch because it's literally like watching a smart high school kid break down the pros yeah, from yeah. a very no, fun perspective. He's got that... He's got that Tony Romo yeah. style where it's just like, this is what's going to happen and mm-hmm. why. And then that's what happens and why. Right. And you're just like, oh, I did not think, I do not think of baseball in this way. Yeah. And it's great, you know, when it's Joe Davis and Oral Hershiser. Right. Where he could kind of chum with around with them. Yeah. But, uh, that's why I think he would be a good color guy. I don't think he wants to travel. I he's think, got four small children. Yeah, I think he's going to be a family guy. He was talking last week about how fun it was that his two older kids got to stay out late with him during the win and uh-huh. be in the uh, when he got his 200th win. Oh, right, right. And uh, they got to be in the clubhouse and yeah. see all the speeches and stuff. He was really he's, happy about it. He's a family guy. He, he's He just, the reason I found he's out He's going to live in a giant McMansion in Texas, yeah. and uh, you'll hear from him like once or I twice wonder, I wonder if he stay. He's done a lot in LA. Like, the reason I heard about... Um, his mom dying is because he dedicated two new Dodger dream fields in oh, Inglewood. that's right. Yeah, I did see that. And, um, you know, like he's very involved in, and maybe yeah. he'll do the same thing in Texas. Yeah. I can imagine because uh, he lives there in the off season. Yeah, so I think he's very much the guy that never wanted to leave Dallas. Right. Which, but then he found a I, home. I guess and, there is somebody that loves would, Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got to exist. It's like, is there a blander city? It's in so the much cement. States? Like, I don't know what Dallas like, gives you. I, like, you I, don't get Texas barbecue from I, Dallas. I, I don't know what 
cultural like the cowboys yeah i guess that's it right uh, an oh, airport uh-huh i've been there. i have been to that airport it's hard to get out of that airport it's, due to weather sometimes it is <laughs> so there there you go that's, that's our preview. identity that's our preview for when the rangers come for a homestand by the way are they closer to dallas they're in arlington which is oh yeah. which is the cowboys yeah. city so yeah okay um and then uh dave you went into enemy territory and i, I saw you texted me a picture, which makes me think that you've changed sides to the Padres. I, I you were hugging the San Diego Padre. Look, I love a mascot. Yes, I love anybody that wears a, a suit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very entertaining. That's always. why you dress your dogs in suits. I there. If you go on my Instagram, you will see that there is a at David Boom Boom four twenty sixty nine USA. That's right. You actually you got it right completely. <laughs> Um, it's private. <laughs> so, uh, so I will add you if you, uh, if you say you're a listener to the pod, you get a choice, uh-huh. $5 or Dave will add you to his Instagram. Uh, uh, one's more exclusive than the other. Everybody has $5. That's true. <laughs> and you'll see a lot of little, uh, you'll dog, s- dog you'll outfits. S- you'll see a lot of chihuahuas in costume. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so you were there. Why? Uh, so my father-in-law um last season Barry Lander Barry Lander uh was the biggest winner in press your luck uh history press, press your, your luck, luck the game show no the, whammies no it's whammies it's my favorite game show from my childhood i'm so glad they brought I, it I back i loved it yeah like yeah. i don't know what it was but it was like perfect for kids with like the light going around the square the no you know whammies what? I, I always cheered for whammies cuz i liked how they knocked your money away yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. But then also there was like, oh, should he go for one uh-huh, more spin? Uh-huh. He can get, and then and maybe then, lose it all. And then you lose it all. So how'd Barry do? Barry won $250,000 in cash prize. <laughs> <laughs> one of which was a butler, right? He got a butler for a year, which uh, turns out uh, when they talked to the ABC Prize people, hiring somebody to be a laborer for you? <laughs> you can't make that a prize? It's a little murky. <laughs> You know what? Great. Uh, so that turned into cash. That's what is what, he yeah. can hire a man if he wants. Uh, I, uh, yes, he can hire a manservant, but it's got to be his own deal. <laughs> It'd be so funny in his suburban house to have a butler. <laughs> my parent, my my in laws live in like peak suburban San Diego. Beautiful house. Yeah, it's your gorgeous. wedding was great. Yeah, my wedding was at their house. Mm-hmm. It was very lovely. Anyway, when um the further along you get in price your luck, they they make the prices more personal to you. And uh, one for my father-in-law, who happens to be a giant San Diego Padres fan, um, was a retirement party because he was unable to have one because uh, the world fell apart. Oh, COVID. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So uh, he won a retirement party for 150 people on the field at Peco Park. <laughs> and this was after the Padres this was, game. This was right after the day after uh, Mookie Betts hit the <laughs> the two strike home run <laughs> to win. And uh, uh, I guess he's my uncle-in-law. It's always weird mm. when you get into these relationships. But, sure. Uh, Barry's brother. No, Barry's sister's husband. 
Very uh, confusing. Right? <laughs> anyway, uh, he went in full, like, full Dodgers gear, the jersey. Wait, his brother, or, or his sister's husband is a Dodger fan? Oh, yeah. No, because Barry's from L.A., his sister's from L.A. But they he just, in LA, he's lived in San Diego for so long. he's lived in San long. Diego forever. They adopted yeah. the team. Yeah. Um, and so there's a picture of him with the Padre, where the Padre's giving him thumbs down and looking very upset. Yeah. Anyway, so the party... Like was amazing. We it was open bar, um, on the field. <laughs> we were taking batting practice, and that field is beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's one of it's... my favorite fields in the world. Um, it the only NL West. No, I've been to all the NL West stadiums now. Yes, and, and I've I been think all Petco, but Coors. Petco and Coors behind Dodger Stadium, just as a homer. Uh-huh. Like, I think I like. That's hard between Petco and Coors. I also I like AT and T or whatever it's called. Now. <sighs> yeah, Oracle like, Park is good. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah, you it's, know what? I'll say this: Chase is the only reason that the NL West doesn't have the best stadiums in the league because I, that is such a downgrade. Chase, it's four beautiful stadiums I, I and then that, garbage. <laughs> I know we've said that on this podcast before, but it's such a bummer. But your brother in law is going to have his 40th birthday yes, in the pool, yes. and that's going to turn and me you around. Know what? We're going to go to that, and if I see the the D back Wildcat, which okay, this sets <laughs> me to no end. They're a Diamondback, and their mascot is a Bobcat, which what? I think eats rattlesnakes. Yes. <laughs> What's going on? You, I mean, I, I get it. Like a snake mascot would, but you could make it an but anthropomorphic you, like snake you, head. You chose the snake. Yeah, you could have been the Arizona Wildcats. Yeah, it's already the, the it's university. already the college team. Yeah, Sandra Bullock in Speed is uh-huh. a Wildcat. Wildcat. We all remember this <laughs> classic Wildcat lore. Uh-huh. Um. So, yeah, yeah, the retirement party. So they announced him on the Jumbotron. Whenever you'd go up for your batting practice, they announced you on the PA. Oh, did you get a hit? Uh, Oh, I got a couple hits. Yeah. Out of the infield? Uh, Well, we were batting from from second base. Oh, okay. So, So yes. I got to the warning track once, which I know. That's still pretty good. It's a couple hundred feet. Yeah, look at me. uh, Wood bat? Uh, no metal okay. metal pitching machine. And it was uncalibrated. So it was really fun. You never knew where the pitch was going to go. <laughs> it was fun. like, it was like facing a very wild, uh, uh, high schooler. And- I, yeah, that's uh, on field parties, like parties that involve going on a major league field are great. Yeah. It was one of those things too, where you forget where you were and mm-hmm. then you look around and you're like, Holy crap. And you kind of get a small feeling of how a rookie feels. Yeah. Like imagine the stands are full and you're doing Uh, what you're supposed to do on that field. That must be insane. Uh, It's just nuts. Like, like this is where you work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got a tour of the the dugout. So we went to the Western metal building. We did. Yeah. Which I only remember the name of because Hanley hit a home run into it. The, that was a trivia question was who hit the longest home run. And I said, Hanley Ramirez. And the guy looked really mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't Hanley. It was Fernando Tatis. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. But uh, Hanley was close. Oh, look, I th- that home run is serious. There are two home runs there. That was just, a line drive into the wall. It was. It went out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it was like one of those bullet hitting a bullet moments uh-huh. where, like, if it had been allowed to continue, it would have just gone way further it, than any yes. home run 
ever had, (laughs) but it hit that wall of the Western Metal Building. (laughs) It hit it hard. It bounced away. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There are two home runs that are just seared into my mind. That is one of them. Yeah. The other is Giancarlo Stanton. When he oh, was on the Marlins, the when he had it, hit it out of Dodger Stadium, and people started to boo, then they showed the replay. And, and they went, whoa. Yeah, everybody just, <laughs> it turned from boo to, oh, to just clap in That's awe. That's our boy from Tarzana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was, that That's was, our boy Mike. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, that's fun. We'll post yeah. that picture on yeah, my Instagram can, story with the episode, you, I think. Yeah, you can see me having fun with... Uh, his new favorite... My, uh, my new favorite team. His my, new favorite uh-huh. team. Because they gave him a chance on well, the field. They, yeah. Unlike the Dodgers. The Dodgers never let me bat. They um, won't return your call. No. <laughs> they keep trying to sell me uh, group tickets, though. <laughs> um, and lastly, well, almost lastly... But our friend Melissa Betts went, um, she lives on the East Coast, and she went to New York. Mm -hmm. And she was in her Instagram stories taking pictures of stuff around the stadium because she went to a Yankees game. And, uh, you know. Which she was miserable about, by the way. (laughs) Big Red Sox fan, and she had to go to a Yankees. state this enough. Uh, Her kids are her big Yankees fans, (laughs) and they made her go with her. That's amazing. Um, And one of the plaques she took a picture of outside of the stadium was a plaque. For Nelson Mandela, a great Yankee. The greatest Yankee, I think. <laughs> and you sent me this and said, we got to talk about it on the podcast. Yes. And I looked into why it happened. So right after he was released from South African prison, uh-huh. uh, after being a political prisoner for 20 years? Yeah. A long time. Close. It, was a, it was a while. And it, it, you know what? More than he should have been. Yeah, should have been zero. Hot take. <laughs> For all you apartheid fans out there, hit the bricks. <laughs> it's true. Hit the bricks, apartheid fans. Yeah. Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet he's a listener. Uh, I'm true sure you, Elon Musk. We you hate know you. <laughs> this right now really hurt his feelings. <laughs> I fully believe that. So he came to the States uh, after that, and he stopped at This a, is Nelson Mandela, this, Yes, not, not Elon not, Musk. Yeah. Elon Musk was never a political prisoner. No. He only had emerald riches. He's, he's a... He's a con man with Uh a lot of money. Uh Uh, But Nelson Mandela, uh, a political prisoner, came to a rally and a concert at Yankee Stadium at which he put on a Yankee cap and jacket and said, I am a Yankee. (laughs) That is the the least. (laughs) Better than Lou Gehrig, in my opinion. Well, I mean, look, (laughs) clearly Nelson Mandela has to be your favorite Yankee now. Yep. Because if he's not, that means you like Derek Jeter more than Nelson Mandela? Weird. How? Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with you? Did he affect social change like no. Nelson Mandela did? No. no. He just wore number two and spells respect wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and played pretty good defense. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> arguably hurt Alex Rodriguez's career moving into uh-huh. third too, no. too early. <laughs> not Arguably, I think that was pretty cut and dry. Yeah, he moved a worse shortstop to third base, <laughs> or a better shortstop. A better shortstop. Short. He yeah, played yeah. a worse shortstop yes. out of uh, his own ego. Um, so yeah, uh, so I, yeah, uh, Nelson Mandela, better baseball player, the than best Derek. Yankee to have ever uh-huh. Yankee to ever. I can't say he played the game. I don't no, know, but he did wear the hat. He did wear the hat. And de- can we all wear a hat and declare ourselves Yankees? Then they have to make a plaque for you. We get okay. okay, so we got to go to New York. Uh huh. 
somehow get a hold of a microphone at the stadium. I think that's key. Um, People need to hear it. I think if you get me drunk enough, this can happen. You did kiss a dolphin in Vegas. Uh Uh-huh. In the Mirage Fountain. Which your girlfriend then saw and said, how? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you just walk out there. She's like, across the waterfall? And I said, yes. And then she said, how do you get out there? I said, he jumped the fence. What do I have to Why is it? Why do I have to explain? This Um, is normal behavior in Vegas. You jump a fence. You walk treacherously to a dolphin and kiss him and kiss for five dollars uh-huh and uh we also used to just take glasses from the casinos and break them in the street <laughs> allegedly uh, yes allegedly <laughs> you can't prove this you can't take glass in, in vegas anymore oh really <laughs> i tried to take a glass out of our restaurant and they're like here have this plastic one. Oh, they finally hit new orleans maybe my picture's up in the casino yeah, I, and they I, only I think, did it for me i think it was just you <laughs> is what happened there i haven't thrown glass wear in a long time it has been maybe 10 years yeah oh it's been longer than 10 years uh, i was i was understating it oh, for okay. comedy well um it's not far enough <laughs> <laughs> one last piece of business we owe otani yes a gift yes uh, our so, favorite two-way player that uh uh rumored to make uh, i guess the estimated contract was some somewhere in the neighborhood of 624 million yeah, so which is like a hundred plus million more than Mike Trout, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who will be forever confined to the Angels, um, unfortunately. Yes, sadly. Um, uh, but we've offered him week one. I offered him unlimited jacuzzi time. Yes, yes, he had. Uh, then I offered him my trusty. Uh, 2003 Thomas guy. Help him get around. And then I smoked a pork butt last weekend, and I offered him pork butt. Now bring your own bag. I'm I'm gonna. This doesn't count as this week's. Uh huh. But yes, he needs to bring his own Ziploc uh-huh. container, some sort of container to take it home in, and he needs to show up here. I'm not coming to him. Right, right. But anytime I smoke a pork butt, I'm, exta- I, oh, I'm expanding. Oh wow! That. I've got three more in the the freezer plus a brisket. Oh. I'll Look, just show. Hey, that's good. Anytime meat. I'm smoking barbecue, he's got he's got a legit setup. Thank like, you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was the the third option, and then you offered. Um. I gave him one weekend of free rubbering, which we don't know if he has dogs, but we've seen pictures of there, him with dogs. I googled Shohei Otani and dogs, and he was petting a golden retriever. So I'm just gonna, that's his dog. Yeah, that's his. That's dog his now. dog. Um. And so this week I'm offering. An autographed DVD copy of my student film, Ooh. co-written by Dave Canseco. That's true. Harry, that's, Harry the Hamster. That's, it's a good one. Uh, we, I watched it recently. I don't want anyone to see it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple good gags. A lot of bad ones. Yeah. It was yeah. made in 2003. It's uh-huh. a bit dated. Uh, I, I know uh, we do really stick to Michael Eisner. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> You know, everybody's uh, least favorite CEO. Yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah. I really wish... It was a learning experience. I, one of the best parts was our Catcher in the Rye trailer as yes. an action film. Yes. We, <laughs> which we, we did shot that. on film. Yes. I really wanted to shoot it on 35mm to be the biggest joke is how much money it cost. But we did spend too much money and shoot it on 16mm. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so... Um, uh, which you, you kids out there will never understand. Yeah. 
you never you just imagine the most expensive digital camera uh-huh that's and, and then you have to go and take it to a man who has an expertise in coloring that uh-huh. ca- that footage and it has to get developed on yeah. top of that a chemical of, process uh-huh. which uh my previous film project had been ruined <laughs> <laughs> it had all sorts of streaks so we were lucky uh, it came out anyway he gets an autographed copy Ooh. by both of us, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of us will uh, autograph. You know what? All, I, I haven't signed many of these. So. I only have like 200 copies left because <laughs> you had to buy DVDs in bulk. That's right. It's a That's standard. Right. You, you got it mastered. <laughs> I did. It's uh, um, it's standard def. Okay. It is not a Blu-ray. It's 4.3? It's 4.3. Uh, oh, yeah, I think it is 4.3. Maybe it's 16 by 9. Mm. We shot on a Panasonic. Something okay. or other. I don't, I don't even remember. Know. It shot at 24 frames a second. It, it is a it is a student film. It is a student film that cost me $5,000. I remember. Uh, remember I went to the LA Shorts Film Festival and they were talking yes. about budgets and everyone was $50,000. Yeah. And then I was like, $5,000? <laughs> <laughs> and we went to a weird reptile pet store for a part of it. That was great. Prehistoric pets uh-huh. in Santa Ana? I don't Fullerton maybe? Where. I don't know. All uh, I know is I saw baby snakes eat baby mice, and I thought that was very sad. <laughs> <laughs> With Ryan O'Nan, star of yeah. stage and screen oh, now. that's true. He's a writer. He's, he's on in, Queen of the South. He was in uh, Fargo Season 2. He was in two. Fargo Season 2. Yep. Um, oh, he's killed in the pilot of Justified. That's right. He's he killed in the pilot. shot in the head by Walt, my, my good friend Walton Goggins. Yes, it's great. And then um, he's in a new show now getting shot. Anyway, Ryan O'Nan. <laughs> Is in this. Oh, and the guy from uh, Mulholland Drive. Uh, David Schroeder? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, this, this is a real legacy uh, a picture free thought. Uh, yeah, for... and we're autographing it, which is makes it even more valuable. Um, so, Shohei Otani, we couldn't offer you anything better I than mean, what we already like, have. Everything that we've offered so top far, notch. top notch, but this one's priceless. Yes, this is priceless. We really want you in LA. Uh, can't wait to see you here. I'm sure it's inevitable. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> um, so that'll do it for us this week. Uh, we'll see you again next Sunday yes. after another week of hopefully great Dodger baseball. Yes. Hopefully. Um, and, uh, till then we'll see you next week. Just to feel safe. I'm retired. I don't run base and I don't live on a net. It's not a real place.